welcome to Adam's Rib. It is our goal to uplift, encourage, and guide women in becoming the person that God intended for us to be. We believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for our sins and rose again so that we could have eternal life. We want to guide you in figuring out God's purpose for your life. No subject is off limits here. We are Adam's Rib, and here we go. Hey, I'm Lindsay. I'm Jessica. And welcome back to Adam's Rib, episode 43. And this episode is called The Overeating Alcoholic. Now, I know this title is like, what? Fat person who who gets drunk? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is what it's about. It is. Fat people That's- get drunk. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, my God. No, don't do that. Amen. Praise oh, God. Oh, my God. But Lindsay no. said it. Let's go on record. <laughs> I ain't say fat people get drunk. Uh, no, but really, there is a reason why we've called this the overeating alcoholic, because both Jessica and I have dealt with alcoholism slightly. You know, I think there's different levels, obviously, to right. potential alcoholism. But at the end of the day, that, that is just what it is. Right. And overeating as well. Um, Jessica can kind of touch on that, but we can definitely both touch on alcoholism and just addictions and how to view addiction. So, I mean, I'll go... Well, I'll really start as far as with the definitions of addictions and basically addiction has basically two different meanings. And so the first definition and the one that most of us I'm sure are really familiar with is I got this from the dictionary is to cause to become psychologically, no, physiologically or psychologically dependent on a habit forming substance. So pretty basic, right? Basically the definition that we all kind of define addiction. And then the second definition of addiction is to occupy oneself with or involve oneself in something habitually or compulsively. So really the definition relates to an obsession with anything other than God. So it can be sports, it can be work, it can be shopping, it, it can be literally just be anything when it comes to addictions. It's just that really for our purposes, we call it the overcoming alcohol or the overeating al- alcoholic because those were our addictions. And so Um, It says in Deuteronomy that we are to love the Lord, your God, with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. So if this is the case, then there really should be no room for any of these other things, obviously, to to form that addiction. Because God is the only thing that we can and should occupy ourselves with habitually. So to occupy ourselves with with anything else draws us away from him and it displeases God. So he alone is worthy of our complete attention, our complete love, our complete service, and not any of the other stuff. And to offer these other stuff or these other things to anything else would be then considered idolatry, Mm -hmm. which is in the Ten Commandments. Mm -hmm. So That's right. No false idols, people. Right. But... So to kind of piggyback off of Lindsay, um, addictions suck. Let's just be real. And it's, it's and it sucks even more when you're trying to when you recognize this an addiction and you're trying to break free from it. Um, but let's let's go a little deeper how people even get like caught up in addictions. Okay. Most most, I don't say all because some people may not, you know, this may not be your story. But for me, when I got caught up in emotional eating, it was because I allowed the circumstances that I was dealing with at the time, it just got the best of me. I was depressed. I'm sure if I saw a doctor, they would have clinically called me. Like, they, it would have been a mm-hmm. clinical depression mm-hmm. um, by, you know, their definition and standards. But the way I handled the the, the pressure and the way I handled the stress, I ate. Oh, my God. Mm. Like, and I, like, really enjoyed it. <laughs> I found I love eating too. I mean, but like this was a different level. Yeah. Like, I mean, I was. Would getting... you eat everything? Yes. Like literally, like candy, meat, everything. Yes. Like, because I feel like sometimes overeating, they typically 
I won't say they because I don't know, but I've always imagined that it's just like one thing, like oh, I just overeat chocolate. No. Okay. No. No. Not no. this. Not this kind of overeating. Like I mean, like emotional eating. Like you go to whatever just looks good. So wow. for me, at like depending on the day. Oh my god. Are those hot dogs? I mean, <laughs> what? Those hot dogs are, like, are so bad for you. It's not I know. I don't meat. even. Yeah. I don't even like hot dogs in real life. I used to love them until I saw how they were made. But anyway, I don't. Li- I never <laughs> liked them. Like my dad force fed me hot dogs, but then yeah. like when you depress, you really love yeah. them with some chili cheese. Like it's yes. everything like, and some shredded cheese, some onions. I'm saying, yeah. oh girl, like, it's girl, just we should go really get one. Good. We're not helping the people. Oh. We're not helping the people. Okay, we need to help the people. Okay, <laughs> so. Cookies was the other. Mm. Cookies, brownies, mm-hmm. ice cream, right? So, okay, now that we got you hungry. But, <laughs> like, the reason, though, I, I got so comfortable with my eating habits and, like, eating such horrible foods and eating only, I only ate when I was under a lot of pressure. When my second child was born, Lord have mercy, like, my life was out of control like Mm. it was just circumstance after circumstance situation after situation I remember just having an emotional meltdown but in that time I just ate like crazy Mm. oh I just it was ridiculous and as a result of that I ended up gaining 80 pounds Mm. I was fat (laughs) oh my god I was fat so but it was when I realized okay this is not right something is wrong this is unhealthy Mm -hmm. I realized that I was becoming I was becoming the victim of my circumstances mm. and the 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 result of the of becoming of being victimized to everything was yeah. eating like I had no control like it I had no control and it just became really I don't know I don't know I don't even know how to describe it that yeah. was like a really dark time yeah was, it was messed up I feel you and we can talk about how you overcame that and then we can obviously talk about principles and right you know how we can right. overcome it too but for me it was really kind of towards alcohol now i wasn't out here like driving drunk or you know just belligerent all the time it was mm-hmm. one of those things like literally just get out for it and just basically drink like a bottle of wine the whole and bottle I, almost yeah, and i'm yeah. and y'all can't see me but i'm a really small person so she is even little. a half a bottle is probably not good <laughs> and so <laughs> but it will be to the point like it was affecting and hindering other things in my life like getting up to go to work the next day like I was like low-key just hung over from the mm-hmm. night before right and in my mind it was just like it was okay because I was just trying to numb just a lot of issues and a lot of just undealt with pain that I just didn't really deal with you know I mm-hmm. even seeked counseling not a lot I seeked counseling because it was a free service at my job so right. I figured I'd, I would try and but instead of instead of seeking counseling I should have really been seeking God and I wasn't doing that right right and for me, it, I wasn't depressed, but that's just kind of how I dealt with things. I wasn't going to my savior first. I was just looking for other ways. And I mean, I'm sure Jessica can agree with this. That gets expensive. Oh, where you're God. buying a lot of food yes. or a lot of alcohol. Any addiction will get expensive. Yeah. God is free. That's he the is. most amazing part of it. If nothing else, if you don't take nothing else out of this episode, go the cheapest right. route. Right. The Lord, the is, Lord free. is free. His love is free. So I'm just saying. The Bible tells us that we are to help one another as brothers and sisters in Christ, which includes helping overcoming addictions. So in Galatians, it says, brothers and sisters, if a person gets trapped by wrongdoing, those of you who are spiritual should help that person turn away from wrongdoing. Do it in a gentle way. Help carry each other's burdens. In this, you will follow Christ's teachings. So I feel like this verse should tell us that we should feel comfortable being vulnerable with our brothers and sisters in Christ and saying, hey, I have this problem. Mm -hmm. Pray for me. Help me. You know, even seeking their counsel, because if they're 
seeking their counsel from God, they're not going to judge you. Mm-hmm. They're going to be understanding like, okay, this is a, this is a real issue. Let's how, let's see how we can work it out. So the Holy then, Spirit then provides power, provides us power against addictions as well. And Paul, well, not in Paul, but in <laughs> Ephesians, Paul wrote, don't get drunk on wine, which leads to wild living. Instead, be filled with the Spirit. So the solution to any addiction is to replace that addiction with being addicted to God's love and focusing on Him. And this just goes all the way back to that verse in Deuteronomy. So again, if you're just really focusing on God and and focusing on being addicted to His love, to His salvation, then you're not going to seek any of these things elsewhere. And it's also important to note that God may take away every area of temptation. So, for example... Paul faced an unknown thorn in the flesh. And that's, I put air quotes because that's literally what it says in the Bible, the thorn in the flesh. Although he repeatedly prayed to God to take it away. In 2 Corinthians, it says that Paul begged God to take this thorn away from him. And then it also says that God told him, and this is quoting this from the Bible, my kindness is all you need. My power is strongest when you are weak. So Paul continued to struggle with a personal issue, though God gave him the the grave to deal with it on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. And so I guess my point is in some cases, God may allow you that temptation or the struggle to remain. However, this doesn't mean that we're to give up and just throw in the towel, but instead it causes us to really depend on God's grace. Cause again, his, it says that my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in your weakest. So sometimes I don't think he takes away these addictions cause he wants you to see that I'm strong when you were weak. And sometimes right. that thorn in your side, just like Paul needs to be there. Right. Right. Well, you know what? And I would even go as far as to say, I don't even know, like, I don't think God ever wants us to fall victim to addictions, but he no, certainly no, doesn't that's mind. That's not his will. Yeah. yeah. He certainly doesn't mind us going through some things. Mm-hmm. Um, because if, it, if it's not for the struggle, if it's not for those hard times, if it's not for those moments where we feel like the enemy is trying to put that spirit of depression on us, if it, if it wasn't for that stuff, we would not really be able to experience the full goodness of God. You wouldn't. Because and then he wouldn't get, get the full out? glory either. Exactly. Yeah. How do you get out of it? And then when you're out of it, how do you really, who are you going to give the credit to? Mm-hmm. So surprisingly, I thank God for all of my, my struggles. Yeah. I thank God for all those down times and those depressing seasons in my life because I promise you, the joy that I feel now and the joy I experience today I can't give that credit to anybody but God. Mm-hmm. The fact that I was able to lose that weight that I gained, like I am actually 90 pounds lighter than I was. Hey! Uh, girl! Uh, 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 y'all ain't ready. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> ain't Praise ready. God. But no, seriously, I, you know, I mean. I'm still we, the same I, weight I was in middle school. I mean, <laughs> Lindsay, you're little. Uh, <laughs> this is what I was in middle school. That's my point. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> But seriously, like, you know, be able, to be able to lose 90 pounds, that is not easy right. by no stretch of the imagination. No. And that's not even being consistent. Lord only knows what I would look like if I was consistent. <laughs> hey, makes me, I don't know. That just inspired me. I might have to get back on my grind. But like the fact that I was able to do it, the fact that I was able to per- persevere through all of that, that's that's credit to God. That's not me. Yeah, I can't give that to a trainer. I can't give that to the person that used to make my meals. Shout out Tiffany, but you know <laughs> you can get the credit. Thank <laughs> you. Bears. Right. <laughs> Shout out to you. But at the end of the day, God is the one that gave me the ability, the ability, and the strength to get through those seasons and those moments, and to fight through all the challenges mm-hmm. to get myself back together. So you know, when we do reach these um, these downs, these down seasons. That is when we really need to remind ourselves that we serve somebody that 
that is that powerful mm-hmm. that can get us through these things and we don't have to fall victim to these addictions whether it be drugs whether it be alcohol yeah, I it would be through, any, it, it could can be, be shopping anything. right it could be Shop, any, gambling spending money it could be anything yeah sex it can be i think your family could be an addiction if you're just so obsessed you know like with just being with your husband being with your kids and you're not spending any time with god anything literally Mm -hmm. could be an addiction again 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 and and i love it because some people they like to call it distractions no it's not a distraction (laughs) distraction distracts you for a moment when it becomes your whole life when it becomes yeah breathing exactly when it becomes like just natural to you like 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 waking up in the morning like brushing your teeth like I'm sure Jessica was going for that Snickers bar going for the cookies I was was literally getting off work and getting a bottle of alcohol it was just a habitual thing I kept it on the the nightstand like I was ready it was a nighttime (laughs) ritual and but the same way with the alcohol too because I struggled with that as well now that was before my second daughter was born when I when the first baby was born I was diving in bottles. I mean, it was so During sad. During your pregnancy? No. God, what? Oh. No. Oh, my God. Get like, on record. I, I took care of myself while I was pregnant. After the children were I born. I was like, Lindsay, man, good Jessica? <laughs> that is, that's more than addiction. That's something else. Right. That's all other issue. I was not that bad. No. After the children Got were born. It. That's when I, I always seem to have went through the, the the worst of my struggles and the worst of my seasons after my kids were born, like within the year, the first couple of years after they were born. And first couple of years after Jay was born, I wasn't even 21 yet. But, oh, I always found a way to drink. Mm-hmm. And I drank a lot. Well, I don't want to make it seem fearful for like new mothers. Like, ah, I'm just going to go in this deep hole. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not saying it was my kids that made me feel depressed. It wasn't my kids. It was the situations that were happening. Sure. And it just so happened to be after my children were born. It was it, they were it was all circumstances, various circumstances that really had nothing to do with my kids. Right. They just happened to be here. And I still had to raise them while I was dealing with all these other issues. And it became overwhelming. Yeah. Um, now, the finances was always an issue, too. That was always a struggle. Mm-hmm. Because that affected my kids. Mm -hmm. Some of the other situations didn't have any effect on my children. That one in particular did. Um, But the alcohol was really hard for me because I was... But see, in that time, I wasn't even so much battling so much with situations as I was battling with an identity crisis. Mm. I was struggling really hard because I wanted to still be a teenager. I was a Mm. teenager. I was 18 when I had my baby. I wanted to still be a teenager. you can't do those things that you would when you become a mother. Exactly. Mm -hmm. My friends are off in college. I'm at home. Mm -hmm. I'm changing diapers. Changing diapers. And they're at the the frat parties. Right. That's what I wanted to do. So when I got the opportunity to get out. I went there for you. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, sis. I was up in that frat party. Uh, uh. Yeah. Uh -uh. (laughs) She's dancing. Okay. Moving on. So what else you got, Lindsay? What else? Well, I was going to say as you were talking that I think it's important to surround yourself with godly people and women, you know, women, surround yourself with godly women or can be men too that, again, are seeking their counsel from God. Because for me, in my alcohol phases, I was kind of in transition. So I had um, started a new job and I had met uh, my boyfriend, who's obviously still with me to this day. And I think... Being able to be upfront and vulnerable with him, say, hey, this is what I'm struggling with. Not only did he judge me, 
not only did he not judge me, but he embraced that because he was seeking his counsel from God. So he was able to pray with me, pray for me, and really just hold me accountable. You know, if you're struggling with addiction, you don't want to be around someone like, oh, I'm just going to go, you know, get a beer. You'll be all right. No. Mm-hmm. Like, let me go talk and get some of them cookies. Yeah. They, like, like, they need to be there to support you. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if you don't have people like that around you, luckily, God can, can enable you to gain self-control. Mm-hmm. which is one of the fruits of the spirits. And it said um, that it can take 21 days to break a habit. So an addiction can be a life-dominating problem. So at times, radical changes may need to be made regarding the company you keep, places you frequent, your social atmosphere, whatever. Mm-hmm. So replacement instead of abstention is key because replacing your addiction... Like that word. Oh. <laughs> Girl, maybe <laughs> read more. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> But you know what I'm trying to say. To say that why was nice. Replacing your addiction with God's love and his word instead of just quitting rarely remains con- consistent. And so in Philippians, it says that we need to keep busy and occupy our minds with new things. Mm. So you need to learn to yield yourself to Christ rather than to drugs, old friends, self-pity, mm-hmm. guilt, fear, mm-hmm. etc. Mm-hmm. So... For those that, you know, may not have ever faced an addiction or know someone that has, it is a very real issue. It is. You know, I don't want people just to blow it off. Yeah, it's not a Because they're not impossible to overcome, Mm -hmm. but with God's, with the help of God and with the help of God's people. Mm -hmm. The scripture offers so many encouraging things regarding the reality of addictions. It offers God's power to fight addictions. It offers the importance of other believers to help you. And it also offers the strength of God's spirit for that believer who seeks to fight against addictive struggles. Mm -hmm. So it's a real issue. And I would hate for someone to come to you and you know they have this issue, just kind of blow it off. Yeah, like, (laughs) this is not a play thing. Like, you know, I make I make lighthearted, or what's the word? What's the what's the phrase? Lighthearted? No, what no. you're trying to say? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Um, I can't read you know, I'm, I make I make light. We'll just keep make light of the situation. I make light mm-hmm. of the situation when I did my when I was addicting addicted to food. Um, I'm, I can even make light of the situation when I was addicted to alcohol, but that's just me, my personality. But the reality is, those were like some really hard times, and they could be dangerous too. They, they can. Like, Addictions can be like dangerous. That food thing, I. It wasn't me, but I have seen how bad it can get. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, and it's in my family. I have seen how, how devastating when you have an addiction to food. I've seen how devastating it can be. I can see the toll it takes on one's life. Mm-hmm. And it is not something to play with. Um, so when Lizzie said you turn to these godly people, you turn to other godly women, that is important. But also be very open to, like, be open with your gift of discernment because everybody is not the person to talk to. No. Um, <laughs> even, Good point. Even everybody that says they believe in God, everybody that says that they are prayer warriors and all that, you have to yeah. be open and to God, to, to your discerning spirit, and make sure that you are placing this information because that's also very, that's very vulnerable. That's, that's being very transparent. Mm-hmm. And so it can be scary because I know for me, I struggled telling people because it was it was it was so personal yeah. and it was so like I was not as transparent as I am now. So oh, no, you think I was? Well, Girl, I you know how you're private still I be. not. Exactly. <laughs> you're still not exactly. But, so even just saying what yeah, I said right. was huge for me. Exactly, such a step. I'm so proud of her. <laughs> but yeah, so seriously, like, be open to the discerning spirit and make and God's discernment and make sure that you're putting this information and this part of yourself 
um, in the right hands. You know, you want to make sure that it's somebody that will give you Bible, give you some scripture, give mm-hmm. you a devotional to read, pray with pray you. With you, yeah. um, you know what I mean? Check up on you, check in with you, make sure you're doing okay. If you, if you feel yourself falling, uh, falling back. You know, somebody that can that can tell you, that can correct you, hold you accountable, but in a godly way and in a godly fashion and still show that love of God for you. Um, you don't want to just do it with Pookie just because Pookie no. been your homegirl since, no. like, 99. Pookie you know don't I mean? sound reliable. Nah, nah. You know what I mean? Like, Pookie probably doing it, too. Pookie had another addiction. You know, your Pookie, addiction is your addiction saying, food, but Pookie, like, getting hot. Right. So, Pookie might be like, oh, no, nah, don't eat that chicken, but you can come smoke this. Right. Like, That's we don't the need good Pookie. point. We don't no, need Pookie. No, okay? No, no, no. So, we're going to stay away Pookie from Pookie. can say that he believe in God all day, but does he fear God? Why That's does the people Pookie you just turn into a guy? I was oh, trying to keep Pookie a girl. female? I said she. And it's been a guy. No, 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 no. One of my best friends, I call her Pookie. Oh, my bad. girl. (laughs) Anyway. Lindsay just made Pookie a guy. So on that note, I think we should wrap it up. Yeah, we done. (laughs) We done. Overcome those addictions, y'all. Seek the Lord. Yes. Um, You can do it with God's power. And we'll be praying for you. We'll be praying for you. We don't, we may not know a name, but we do know that people battle with this. We, we went through it. We still have battle with things ourselves. So we'll be in prayer with you and, and just know you're not by yourself. If you ever need to reach out to one of us, you can contact us on anything on all social media outlets. Anything. Um, Email us. Yeah. Email us. There it is. Boom. And (laughs) you can, on our website, everything. So you have access to us. You can feel free to contact us if you just need somebody to talk to. Because I would like to say, go on record by saying that Lindsay and I, we can be the safe haven. Uh, we can be that place and these those people that you go to um, to, to dump these problems on. Yeah. So don't keep it bottled up because that's just going to put you in a worse situation. Yeah. So stay lifted, y'all. Catch y'all next week. Peace out.